Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Baby Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio on Military Life Radio. Today is October 20th, 2009, and this is Wendy, and I'm here with Marla. Hey, Marla. Hey, Wendy. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? How are you? I'm doing great. It's hard to believe that this tonight is the 100th episode of the show, and I'm really excited. And this tonight is just the beginning of our big extravaganza of celebration. We're going to drag this out over a couple of weeks because we have um, so many things to talk about. And tonight we are jam-packed with guests. So um, we, we, we need to spread out the fun. We can't jam it into one show. So otherwise it'd be like two hours long or three hours long, and um, and so we're we're gonna drag it out, have part one, part two, and, and maybe part three. So I think it's gonna be fun. I'm excited about it. Awesomeness. Yeah, I want to tell you, um, and I just my computer is running a little slow, so if you guys are coming into the chat room, I just opened it right now, so um, so you guys can um, um, hop on in there and and. I, and how was your day today? I know we're going to jump in quick, but I want to know how you've been since last week. I'm pretty good. We lost our power on Sunday, so that threw everything off. All of my assignments that were that were due didn't get done. So I'm, like, freaking out because, like, here I've been holding good grades in classes, and now my assignments are going to be. You'll have to um, message your instructor. And for those of you listening to us, um, we are like big supporters of the um, the career advancement accounts through Military One Source, and if you don't listen to our show all the time, we're hip deep into that, and um, so we're always talking about what's going on in, the, in our education corner, so to speak. But um, okay, so tonight, what you guys can expect, um, we are welcoming Military Spouse Magazine's Military Spouse of the Year, which was sponsored by USAA for 2009. So that's a lot of words. And we are going to have um, spouses from all five branches tonight. So no matter if you're um, a Marine Corps or Army or wherever you fit into the mix, uh, we have a spouse from each branch. <laughs> and I'm excited about it. And each one is a branch finalist in this um, military spouse of the year. Um, I couldn't realize huh? I, couldn't fi- I couldn't figure out what the fifth branch was. Oh, oh there's only four. <laughs> and it just occurred to me. That's kind of hopefully, hopefully she won't hold it against you because I'm guessing. Well, because every those time things. I repeated them out loud, uh-huh. I missed one, but I couldn't figure out, and it was always a different one. So you're yeah, you're probably right. It was probably a different one. Um, so I I had the, the good fortune of being able to talk to three of them last night and kind of um, get some background, and I'm so excited to sh- to introduce them to all of the listeners tonight. And I know a lot of people will be listening to our show for the first time, um, so we welcome you. We're happy to have you um, listening to our show. And so again, we're going to have the branch finalists from the Military Spouse Magazine's Mill Spouse of the Year. Uh, 
they will each come on one one by one, and then at the end we're going to have um, the Mill Spouse of the Year, Tanya Kiero. Hopefully I said that right. Uh, so she'll come on and talk about what her passions are and what she's been doing this past year, what this experience has meant to her. And this is all part uh, of the Mill. Your um, this is this whole show tonight is really to encourage you guys and to give you some information on how you can nominate the mill spouse in your nominate yourself or a military spouse that you know that's really made a difference um, in your life and the lives of um, other families in your command. And the nominations are only open for a little bit longer, so we're running out of time. We only have about three weeks left to get your nominations in, so we're going to tell you guys how you can do that. So, uh, yes, lots and lots to talk about tonight. So, uh, Marla, you want to tell everybody how they can... Um, be a part of the show and how they can call in if they want to? Sure. Our show is always better with our listeners involved, so we ask you to settle back and enjoy the next hour, whether your husband is home, on duty, at sea, or deployed. We invite you to join in our conversation. (coughs) Excuse me. I want to remind everyone tonight that if you are listening, you can join us live in the chat room or by calling in. Um, The call-in number is 646-652-4629. Or yes, you can we love post- first-time callers. We do. We love first-time callers. <laughs> or you can also join us um, in the chat room by clicking the Chat Now button. We ask that you please remember OPSEC. When all you're doing your communication, please just give us your first name only, no discussion of ship, unit, or boat names, or any names in conjunction with your command. Doing so ensures you are keeping your husband safe as well as ours, too. If you're listening to us live, please um, join and log into Blog Talk Radio so you can enter the chat room and request to be on our friends list. You can also click on the little heart and make our show one of your favorites. <coughs> Excuse me. I know. I'm sorry. You're kind of cold. <laughs> <laughs> our show airs every Tuesday night at um, 10 p.m. Eastern. And we encourage you to join us live or on demand via iTunes or Blog Talk Radio's archives. Yes, so we're here. We're we're here every Tuesday, just about about three Tuesdays of the month. So join us live. It's always more fun live. Or you can subscribe via iTunes to the show. And that's about how about eighty percent of um, the hundreds of you that listen to us every week um, find us. So um, when we get back from the break, we are going to have with us. Uh, Air Force wife, Susan Webb, she's going to talk to us a little about her experience in this process and um, a little bit about her Navy family. And uh, we're going to talk about how you can nominate somebody for the Military Spouse of the Year. What are the rules? Who can nominate? Um, what do you need to do to be eligible to be nominated? All of those particulars, we're going to share that with you. And that's coming up after the break. And um, we want to encourage you, if you're on Twitter, you if you're listening to us, we've been Twittering the show earlier, and we're going to check those messages too. So you have a, if you have a question for her, you can direct message me and um, or Marla. Marla is at Trev's Navy Wife. You can always direct message her as well. Um, but we want to take your questions for each of the spouses, so hopefully we'll get a few during the show that are live and we have some lined up for them to answer. So we'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. 
Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, and tonight we're featuring branch finalists in from Military Spouse Magazine's Mill Spouses Year. And first up tonight is Susan Webb. She's an Air Force wife, and she is joining us on the line right now. Hi, Susan. How are you? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Oh, we're so excited to have you guys and share this great night with us. Um, we are we each one of you is so amazing. We're just kind of like humbled by you guys. We're just it's amazing. It's I, I told Marla, I said, Are you ready for this? I said, Let's go. <laughs> well, thanks for inviting us to be part of your show tonight. It's uh, just a real pleasure to be with you. Well, um t- if you can just give us a little bit of background about you and your family. We'd love to to know a little bit more about you. Okay, I am. Um, I was born into a military family. My father was Navy, active duty for 25 years. So basically, the military is all I've known my entire life. I married. Um, I met my husband overseas when we were uh, when we were teenagers, and uh, we got married when I was 19, and he was 20, and he had joined the Air Force. So I went from being a Navy uh, dependent to being an Air Force dependent. And uh, he was active duty eight years, got out for a few years, and um, joined up in the Air National Guard here in Illinois, and that's where he's currently serving. And I have three children, two of which my sons are both in our unit. One is a flight engineer on C-130s, and my youngest son's a firefighter. My daughter's married, and she's the only one that didn't join, but she volunteers with our family readiness, and she's also active doing what she can. Wow, that's amazing. So you are a a military family through and through. Yes. Wow. Um, And it's been quite an experience and quite a journey and a great way of life. Well, um, I used to work for the Air Force a long time ago, and so even though I'm a Navy girl, I um, have a little bit of background. I loved it. I I had, there were always, I met some of of my closest friends are, are from the Air Force world, so um, it's nice to have an Air Force person. But we we get so many um, different spouses that listen to our show. But Air Force is one we don't um, connect with quite as often. I don't know why, but that's just how it seems to be. But um, I wanted to know, you know, tell us a little bit about your volunteering and how that's made a difference in your life. We want to, you know, touch on if there's a specific cause or passion that you are involved in. We want to share that with our listeners. Okay. Well, currently. Um, What's really driven me since the early part of 2000 is um, military issues because prior to the the war breaking out, you we were just going day by day doing our jobs. Um, there wasn't really 
family readiness. There were wives clubs on base and things like that, but it wasn't to the level it is today. And um, not only am I very involved, I'm a key volunteer in our family support out at the base, but I also um, this past year have had an opportunity to work with TDEP for for the troops, which supports we here in Illinois, we support uh, our wounded warriors here of central Illinois. So we raise money and we support the um, the wounded and the, the families as far as for scholarships and things like that of soldiers here locally in our area. And um, outside of the military, I'm also involved with children's causes, you know, uh, helping with like Easter seals and things like that that can make the lives better for children. And in volunteering is so easy because you don't have to have a great talent. You just have a willing have to have a willingness to serve and to make yourself available. And that's the great thing about volunteering. Anybody, if they make themselves available, can do it. That's really a great point because a lot of people think, well, what do I have to offer? I don't really have anything to offer anybody. And everybody has something special about them. No exactly. Matter, no matter what their background is. So that's really a great. And a if great. you can do what you can do, and each of us have different talents, that if we use them, what God's given us to help others, I mean, that's all that is expected. And it's easy to do, and it doesn't cost you anything but time. That is true. And, and even though our lives seem chaotic, I think that that's something that we always have is time. And it's easy to just give a little tiny bit of our time um, to serve someone else. Right, exactly. Um, Susan, what has been the most memorable um, part of being part of the uh, Military Spouse of the Year experience? Well, the entire um, year has just been amazing because to see, I mean, here I am in a very small town in Illinois, and um, to see the, just to see people that I've met worldwide, you know, with all my traveling, to see the support that people have given, you know, through the voting process, and um, and it's funny because. My local news station did a um, a, t- a TV ad or a TV program on my husband and myself. So no oh, matter wow. where I went, I had pe- I mean, I felt like, you know, Angelina Jolie. I mean, I had like people. <laughs> oh, I saw you on TV last night. We're so proud of you. And I mean, I that is just that. the most amazing <laughs> part of it because you you know you don't you think you're a nobody and nobody notices. And um, and just to be around town when we flew back from DC, the guy that was getting our bags, said, hey, I saw you on TV the other night. And that that's uh, the most fun, is the recognition from strangers. That's great. I love that. My, your own little Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> you well, you know, anonymity. <laughs> right. I think that's, that, um, that is great, though, to have that recognition. And there's really nothing that is out there that's nationwide that brings the type of uh, recognition, appreciation, and um, spotlight on what military spouses are doing for other spouses, for military families, for their community. I mean, this 
forum is is unique. I don't know of another one like it. And so that's why we really wanted to highlight what you guys have done this past year, what your projects are, and um, and and uh, create some interest in spouses who aren't volunteering right now or aren't sure where to start. And um, well, one you know, thing I wanted to add too, what was what was really exciting for me as far as being the military spouse for the Air Force is that not only do I represent the Air Force, but I also represent all National Guard wives out there. And our situation is a little bit different than active duty because we are not necessarily at a, you know, we're not at a base where we have the camaraderie of other wives. We're, we're within the community. And, um, and so it, it just shows that no matter what branch of the service, whether it's National Guard, active duty, that the spouse does matter and what we do and how we give back to the community, um, how it affects everybody around you. Yes, very, very well said. Well, um, Susan, I know I wish we had more. I mean, our time, I, we, we're going to have to have you back on the show because I feel like we're just kind of cracking the iceberg on so many of these great, I know all these causes that everyone's um, a part of and, and passionate about. And uh, I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your night to come on and, t- and talk to us. Where can our listeners find you? Do you have a blog or an email address or, or I, a place that they can um, go to, to to learn more about what you're doing and, and if they had questions for you? I actually, I'm on Facebook. Other than that, I really don't, you know, I don't, with my job that I work, I can't really blog during the day. And by the time I get home and I have so many other things that I'm volunteering, I just don't have time to sit on the computer. So if anybody would like to Facebook me, Susan Webb, Illinois, and um, I'm sitting in a chair with my dog. So that's one way they could notice me. I've got my little beagle in my lap. Oh, and I have two beagles. So, wow, that's great. <laughs> I like you even more now. So thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be on the show. Um, it's a, it's a, it was a pleasure, and I'm going to sit back and listen to all the other ladies that you're having on as well. Oh, oh, it was our pleasure. We thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Yes, thank you all for right. joining us. Thank you, Susan. All right, everybody. So up next, we are just going to keep rocking and rolling. We have... Um, a lot to talk about tonight. We are going to actually, um, I had a question come through um, my email for this next spouse. She's an Army spouse. So what I'm going to do is, um, Marla, mm-hmm. are you okay in the chat room? Because I haven't even been in there. Yes, I, I'm, I'm okay. You know me, I'm not good, and I'm not good at multitasking so well. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so um, I am going to uh, let me go back over here to the screen. Um, so our next spouse, let me tell you just a little bit about her. Um, our next spouse is an Army spouse. Her name is Missy Stevens. And, you know, when you look at the bios of these spouses, they're all just so amazing. They they just kind of make me feel inadequate because <laughs> they're so, so awesome. But um, she's been a military spouse for 20-plus years, which is just amazing. I think anytime anybody can um, accomplish that is is unique in itself, not to mention just everything she does to give back to military families. And um, Misty, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. Welcome to the show. I know you and I had a chance to chat just a little bit last night, but um, um, I'm happy to introduce you to Marla. Marla, meet Misty. Hi, Hi, Misty. (laughs) How are you tonight? 
I'm doing good. How are you? Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. Well, tell us a little bit more about you and your and your background. Well, um, I was very blessed to marry my husband about a little over, well, almost 20 years now, a little over 20 years, and um, we have two wonderful children, a 17-year-old son, Robert, and a 18-year-old daughter, Jaleesa, who is actually an official candidate for the Air Force Academy right now. Oh, uh, wow, exciting. Yes, yeah, very exciting. And um So but I you said Air Force Academy, right? Yes. So how'd that go over? <laughs> well, my husband said as long as she wasn't going into the Navy it was okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh okay. No offense. But <laughs> we can't get together for the Army Navy game anymore if we did that. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I know that's a huge that's a huge rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, my great uncle, I had two great uncles that played a huge part of my life, and one of them was uh, in the Air Force in the um, end, of the, end of World War II Korea and Vietnam. And then I had another great uncle who was blind and still served as a, a lawyer, judge, and state, le- um, state representative. So my life is about service. And as a Christian and just as, you know, the person I was raised, I was raised that you change the world with your life. So I wow, that's a, that. great, that's a great, um, well, that's a pretty powerful statement. I like that. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, li- I like it. I, you know, there's a gentleman at work, he has... Um, on his whiteboard, he has just one simple sentence on there, and it says, "How do you change the world?" And it and, it, and the next line is, "By one um, uh, act of kindness." Uh, it's so true. So yes, especially with children. I guess that's why my cause is military children, because if you can get a a child or a student to believe in themselves and believe that they can change the world then they can do so much more than you ever could by yourself. Absolutely. Um, Misty, can you tell us a little bit about um, your cause, the Military Child Education Coalition? Sure. Um, The Military Child Education Coalition started about 15 years ago with some people who were um, military spouses, and they were talking about how we needed to help military children. Um, If you look at the stats from the statistics from today, there are about 2 million military children out there, and about 234,000 of those children have a parent deployed right now, one or more parent deployed. And of those children, they average going to six or seven different schools by the time they graduate from high school. So the transitions and the resiliency issues that they're asked to face are at a level that, you know, adults would have a hard time facing. So you put on top of that that in the Army there's a a good portion of those students who qualify for welfare because of what the, the enlisted you know, soldiers are making. At Fort Campbell, 
all of the schools qualified for Title I monies that because there were so many students that qualified for free and reduced lunch. So you have kids that are going to school, have a parent deployed, and then are going to work right after school to try to make enough money to help the family and try to deal with all of these issues at the same time. It's a lot to ask, yes. Yeah. I, you know, you you made that comment about um, the schools being Title One. That's the one thing that I noticed um, when my daughter just started kindergarten. I was surprised that we do. We're at the Naval Academy. Go Navy! Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I still like you. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, <laughs> um, but we are, you know, Annapolis is kind of a more affluent area, but because the base and the area that we live in is military, our school classifies as Title One, and that really kind of surprised me. I, I, I was, I didn't expect that. So, yeah, you're it very is surprising right. to me too. Yes, but you know, MSEC, what MSEC does is they send trainers. I'm one of the trainers that they send out, um, people who are much more practiced than I am, you know, volunteer and work for MSEC, and they send trainers out to train the trainers, to train counselors and administrators and school liaison officers how to best meet, meet the needs of military students, how to train, they train them how to build resiliency through like Dr. Ginsburg's seven C's and and to deal with transitions or living in the new normal. You know, we we're having to train our families how to deal with if a if a parent comes home injured from war, you know, whether that be, you know, physically or dealing with, you know, traumatic brain injuries or not coming back. Right. You know, and and AMSEC has taken those issues on and is training people how to help our kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I just I applaud you for your work with them. You know, I'm learning so much when I'm uh, with the research that I did for each one of you, your, you and your backgrounds. And um, I think that picking a cause that you're, you know, you're passionate about or picking just one thing is – uh, a great inspiration for other spouses to, you know, hear this and think, okay, well, um, what might, what charity might I want to be involved with, or what um, issue is close to my heart? And so I think that um, with, you know, a spouse's chances are, you know, a large majority of us have children, and if th- that's a good place to start um, to give back. And um, what was your um, uh, your process like for the nomination like did your command nominate you i wasn't sure on that i wanted to give people just some some background on um, if they're thinking about nominating someone and um, what was your experience in that respect actually it's sort of embarrassing (laughs) no (laughs) there's no embarrassing (laughs) okay my husband my absolutely loving husband decided was in iraq and he decided that he wanted a way to say thank you, so he nominated me. So Aww, I, I, I just think was, that's very sweet. 
Oh, yeah. I was at home, and I got this call saying, you're one of the ten finalists, and you'll be in this. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) What? You mean me? (laughs) So, but, yes. Um, And I think that's really important to stress, too, is that I I don't deserve this because of what I do. You know, this award is for all of those spouses who are out there who are doing so much for the military community and for the for the country as a whole and you know we see people every day who go that extra mile you know I could name off people like Val Moffat or Gina Lauk or Andy Stringer and, and so many more and what we need to do is we need to write letters and and nominate these people because what is happening today that didn't happen when we were first in the military is that people are stopping and saying, you know, recognizing what spouses are doing and how, you know, significant what they're doing is. And we need to to use that as a tool to not only build the people up whose names are submitted, but as a whole because there are times that we're going to have tough times, and if we don't work together as a community, we won't get through those. But this is just one tool that we can use to help build up spouses. Yes, I agree. I completely agree. I'm excited to be able to share what you all are doing, and um, I hope that, uh, Misty, you'll agree to come back on our show when we have a little more time and talk about... Um, the Military Child Education Coalition and other things that you're involved in, because we would love to dive a little bit further into that. Okay. I'm very intrigued, and, um, you know, just one of the statistics that she sent me was there's approximately 2 million military children, and about a quarter of those, 234,000 of which have had at least one parent deployed to the war zone. Yeah. And, um that's a huge number, and, you know, we ask them to deal, like you said, with grown-up issues, and they're little people. So um, I think that bringing awareness and providing information on how we can support them and providing resources is something that um, we should do and do our part to get that word out. So um, yeah. p- please please come back when we have more time to chat further, and I'm so excited you took the time out tonight to share with us what you've been doing and um we thank you so much for all that you do for military families anytime just email me <laughs> okay okay and where Thanks, can people Misty. find you do you have a blog or, or facebook I, or anything go I ahead go ahead marla blog, i'm sorry but um i am on the army ako and they can email me at misty m-i-s-t-i dot k dot stevens at u.s dot army dot mil and I write people back. So if they want to write, I'll write them back. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much, Misty, and we look forward to having you back on. Okay. Good night. All right. Good night. All right. So, so far we've had Air Force wife Susan Webb, and then we've also had Army wife Misty Stevens, and they were both branch finalists in the Military Spouse Magazine's Military Spouse of the Year which nominations are currently being open. They're currently open right now. You can log on to MSOY, that stands for Military Spouse of the Year, MSOY.MillSpouse.com. You can do that right now while we're talking 
during the show, and you can look at all of the um, the nominations that are currently there. You can read about the rules, and basically, uh, anybody can nominate a military spouse to be nominated. You can be a spouse from any branch, active duty, um, reserve, or guard. It doesn't matter, and um, you can, um, um, like I said, active duty, reserve, or or guard. And really, the the considerations for selecting the military spouse of the year is their impact on community change, their volunteerism, personal sacrifice, education, and any other efforts in the mill spouse community. And like I said, you can go on to msoy.millspouse.com for the full details of the rules. And we have about 24 days left to nominate, so you want to make sure that's not a lot of time. That's like three weeks. Three weeks will go by before we know it. be Halloween before we know it. And then, yeah, we're into November, and, and time will just go by fast. So Time flies. I know. I'm like, we were just here a week ago, and it doesn't even seem like it. It seems like a couple days. So um, we are going to take a quick break, Marla. All right. When we get back from the break, we're going to have with us Trish Pruitt from the Coast Guard. And, um, you know, we just posted that video of the, the medevac from the the boomer sub in the Banger area with a rescue helicopter. That and, awesome uh, video. I know. So awesome. So that's probably like old news to her. But um, we're excited to have a Coast Guard uh, spouse in the house tonight. So um, everyone, please... Um, Hang out with us. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. This is our 100th episode. We're so excited to have you all with us. When we get back from the break, like I said, we'll have Trish Pruitt. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. Hi, this is Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck and Join the Navy, the cartoon. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio on MilitaryLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everybody. Trish, are you there? I'm here. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you, and congratulations on your 100th episode. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's it's um it's sort of like an amazement. We're <laughs> like, <laughs> how does this happen? Time goes by so fast, but it's been a lot of fun getting to meet military spouses like yourself. And thank you so much for agreeing to come on the show. We're very happy to have you. Thank you. Um, tell us a little bit more about you and your family and a little bit of your background. Okay. Um, let's see. We've been in for, I say we. <laughs> He's been in for 19 years. We've been with him. Um, <laughs> I have three daughters, uh, 17, 15, and 13, so they can be a handful at times, but they they do okay. And we've been at least in three corners of the United States so far. <laughs> We tend to move a lot. Well, you told me you just moved like recently with like very little little notice, right? Yeah, they gave us six weeks, and we moved oh, six weeks ago. Cow. So we moved from Florida to Connecticut, and it's very chilly here. Six I, weeks, Marla. So we can't complain about PCS orders unless it's inside of six weeks. I've oh my gosh, bless your heart. Wow. Um, the Coast Guard seems to do. Um, a lot more quick moves. We have a lot of, you know, usually you don't find out until maybe two and a half, three months before you go anyway. Wow. 
My goodness. Okay, so um, tell us a little bit about your experience with this um, with the Military Spouse of the Year. Uh, oh, it's been great because it seems like the Coast Guard doesn't get as much recognition as the four DOD services do, which is probably why the Coast Guard was the service that we were missing earlier. And it wasn't the Coast Guard I was missing. <laughs> That's the thing. I knew she was going to call you out. <laughs> Usually yeah, it's the Coast Guard. We have a friend. I can say it now. It was actually the Air Force I kept missing. <laughs> okay. But we have a friend in the Coast Guard, so I remembered the Coast Guard. <laughs> well, there's only 42,000 active duty Coast Guards, so. It's understandable that maybe we'd be missed along the way. But it's it's given us a little broader coverage out there because it's great that they include us with the with the DOD services. It's been a lot of fun getting to know all the other ladies from the other services. Um we've got we've gotten together twice over the last nine months, so it's it's been fun. Oh, that does sound like fun. Trish, well, um go ahead. You go sure? Ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, it said that um, your husband's command nominated you. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, I was the ombudsman for our district staff in Miami. And when I first got there, nobody really did anything together. Um, with the Coast Guard, we're so spread out because we don't, we're not on a base. We have very few housing areas for the Coast Guard. So everybody kind of lives everywhere. And one of my main things is it, you've got to have some sense of community so you have the support that you need when your spouse is gone or if you just need a shoulder to cry on because it's been a rough day. You need to get together somehow. So I, my first thing I did was, well, we need a military ball. We need this. So I set all of this stuff up and the command that I worked for actually nominated me for Spouse of the Year, which was a complete shock to me and my husband. I think that's so <laughs> great. I mean, I just I love that. I think that um, uh, it's a great inspiration for other commands out there to hear that and know that they can step up and, and show their appreciation by no, by nominating their their military spouses that are active in there. There's so many of us that do so many great things that the more nominations, the better. That is a great idea. I like that. The more nominations, the better, definitely. So what would you say to someone who um, is is thinking about nominating someone, let's say, or even, you know, like a, a spouse or a neighbor or a girlfriend? Um, what would you say if they're on the fence about nominate, taking the time to nominate them? Well, just do it. I mean, it's it's not a hard nomination process, and it shows even if they don't make it to the finals or they don't win or whatever, it still shows that person that you think enough of them to nominate them as spouse of the year and that you're, you appreciate what they do for everybody else. And there's not enough of that. Spouses need a, a little more recognition sometimes, I think. Absolutely. The big old thank you would would be nice sometimes. Yes, it would. A little pat on the back. <laughs> it, it makes us want to do more. 
after oh, being like nominated that. and winning, it, it just makes me want to go out and do even more, especially after listening to all my other wonderful spouses of the year. <laughs> I mean, everybody does so much, and then you go, oh, you know, maybe I should be doing something like I that. I know. I feel yeah, like I really sort of like that. humbled, and it's just, it's like, oh, God, I feel inadequate. Probably inadequate is probably a better term I'm using than um there, I there guess are very there, few inadequate inadequate spouses. Well, yes, but I, I mean, just with some that are just so um, plugged in and give so much, and you know, um, I think it was uh, Missy who had said to me before uh, last night when I was chatting with her. She said, "You know, we all have stages where we can, um, when we need help, and when we can give help." Yes, and. I think keying in on that and determining what what that is for each you know for each person is really um, a way that you can realize you don't always have to be on one side or the other. It's okay to ask for help and it's okay to give help, even if you just have a little bit of time. A little bit of time goes a long way, and it's different everywhere you go. There's a different need every every place we've been deployed. There's there's been a different need, so. You just have to get in and find what that need is and see if you can help out. Well, I think that's great advice. And um, Trish, I just want to say thanks for coming on the show. I um, invite you to come back when we have a little more time to chat and find out, um, you know, some more about Coast Guard life and and how we can engage military spouses that are Coast Guard coasty wives. Um, it's been a pleasure to meet you and. Um, I just want to say thank you for everything that you do for military families. Certainly. Anytime. Right. Oh, and Thanks, we're Trish. We're so happy to have you back anytime, and we'll be in contact with you. And let me know, um, so do you have a Facebook page, or how can spouses reach you, or do you have a blog? How can they reach you? I'm on Facebook, but I also, my email is out there on everything Coast Guard Ombudsman, so it's just, Trisha Pruitt, T-R-I-C-I-A-P-R-U-E-T-T at AOL.com. So any okay. questions, any anything, let me know. All right. All right. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Trish. Thanks, Trish. Thank you. All right. So if you're a, a new Coast Guard spouse and you're wondering how you can navigate this life, you can email Trish, and um, we will... We're going to post their information, too, on the blog, and we thank each of them so far for coming on the show. I know we're running just a little bit behind. We're doing okay, but we're a little bit behind. And um, we we kind of knew that was going to happen because we, like, it's, it's hard not to really want to chat with all these spouses, right, Marla? It is hard. It is. I keep trying to, like, bite my tongue, so I sound a little a little too silent, I think. <laughs> Well, you know, um, I think we have we have um, a Navy wife coming up next, so I think um, that I'll 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 let you. I'm I know I'm kind of chomping at the bit too, so um, I'm gonna let you ask her the first question, and we'll we'll try it that way. And um, up next, we're excited to have Christy. Let's see if I get this right. Um, Curie Odnick. I know that's not right. <laughs> um, Navy wife that's going to be joining us and telling us a little bit about her experience with the Military Spouse Magazine's Mill Spouse of the Year. I think it's so great that we have all of these spouses on one night speaking to all of our listeners about how they can get involved in volunteering. And um, throughout our show tonight, we've been telling you you can log on to Military Spouse Magazine's website 
at millspouse.com. You can even download their widget that you can put on your blog or your website, or, and I think you could probably put it on Facebook, that has the countdown for um, days that you have left to nominate uh, your favorite military spouse or your spouse that's really um, made a difference in your life. And, um, and we only have 24 days left, so you've got to get on and do your nominations. And you can either go to millspouse.com or MSOY, that's MSOY.millspouse.com, to get your nominations in. And it's an easy, easy process to do it. So um, take five, ten minutes and nominate a military spouse that's made a difference in your life. Um, she will definitely appreciate it and uh, I think anything we can do to say thank you to those who work hard for us is a, is a good, good thing. So up next, like I said, we have Navy wife, Christy, with us. And I'm not going to even try and attempt to say her last name again because I'll just switch it. So, Christy, are you there? I am. Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. It's Kuryotnik. Kuryotnik. Okay. Did yeah, I, do that? I get that a lot. That's okay. That's all right. Well, thank you for coming on the show. We want to learn more about you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. It's it's my pleasure. Um, first, I want to give a shout-out to all the other branch winners and Tanya out there. Hey, everybody. Um, absolutely love those ladies. Uh, love spending some time with them. Um, and also, congratulations to you guys on your 100th episode. Thank That's you. amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Um I have been married um, for 19 years, and we have three kids. Um, they're older now. They're um, high school age. Uh, and um, my husband, like you said, he's in the Navy, he's in the Seabees. And we had got to a point when the kids had got so old, like many um, families experience, you know, the kids and I stay in the family home, and uh, he has kind of went on um, from, you know, duty station to duty station. Um, you know, so that our kids, of course, could stay in school. Um, so that's where we're at now, and I'm employed full-time. I'm currently working on a master's degree in public health, and um, I spend most of my time, you know, working as a county manager uh, in environmental health and, um, you know, helping out where I can in the military community with um, health and safety issues and just like to, um, you know, focus on working with children. I think that's sort of like the Army wife um, that was on earlier. Um, her passion is also working with military children. And, um, yeah, Misty, Army wife Misty. And so, um, Marla, are you there? You wanna, you wanna I am. Talk? Sorry, I was choking. That's but I'm okay, okay now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Christy, what has this um, experience meant to you? Um, the experience has been awesome, um, you know, when I first found out I was branch winner, of course, I was very humbled by it. And the first thing that hit me was, wow, you know, why me? Um, you know, there are just so many more out there who are more deserving. Um, you know, like the other lady said, you know, so many spouses out there that do so much every day. Uh, you know, it was just very, very humbling. Um, but it's great. You know, like I said, um, I enjoyed meeting the other wives and um, getting to know them. Um they're all, you know, great ladies, and uh, but um, you know, it was a good meeting Babette, uh, editor from the magazine, and um, you know, just just enjoyed it, you know, pretty much. How has volunteering changed your life? 
Uh, volunteering, um, I, you know, I've always volunteered, even as a child. Um, you know, I would do whatever I could, um, even as a high school, um, you know, ninth and tenth grade. I remember, you know, I was coaching little elementary girls in cheerleading and, and um, you know, just always, you know, organizing things, always trying to help out, just always throwing myself in there, you know. Wherever I think there's a need, I just kind of throw myself in there and, you know, just kind of run with the ball. Um, so I don't think there's ever been a time that I could remember not, you know, wanting to, to help out. Um, but, um, like I said, I... You know, I work a lot in, um, you know, with health and safety issues, um, work with children. So I've, you know, designed some programs and implemented some programs on um, car seat safety, worked with. Uh, oh, the other thing I want to mention, too, is that I work in the community with um, with Army families in Fort Benning. And, um, you know, just uh, have worked a lot with them as far as, you know, teaching car seats, um, you know, how to install car seats, you know, at Martin Army Hospital, um, you know, have, uh, you know, put together some programs as far as skateboard jams and helping, you know, the kids with, um, you know, making sure that they're wearing their helmets. And one of the programs that I put together with booster seats where we gave booster seats to needy children, I think we've given out probably over 2,000 now. Uh, wow. Seats, you know, just in That's a, a lot uh, of seats. So yeah. a little yeah. baby's rear end and <laughs> it is, it is, and I'll tell you, you know, out there, um, I designed it so that you know the parents they just pull up in their cars and um, they don't have to get out of their cars. So you know, it's it's me and, and the other people working the program that are out there on the asphalt. You know, sometimes in 90 degree weather, you know, down here in southern Georgia, so you know, 100 degree weather. So it's um, you know, it's it's something. It's it's really something. Wow, Christy, that that sounds like an awesome program. That's that's really inspiring. Um, Christy, how how can you? What would you suggest to other wives who are interested in getting involved? Where should they start? Um, can you recommend any guidance? Um, you know, there's so much out there. Um, you know, it, it just you know, go on the website. And there are so many really great organizations out there just wanting people, you know, just needing people to, to go out there and, you know, plug in somewhere. Um, you know, if you want to work in the community of, um, you know, military, there is so much out there. I mean, just it seems like I get stuff in the mail every day from, you know, all these different organizations that I've never heard of before. And, um, you know, and it's and I'll read these little things and I'll go, wow, that's really a neat idea, you know. that's That's really cute, you know. I was looking at um, a magazine the other day, and I saw where you know some of the women are are baking cookies and sending them to the troops, and uh, you know and I'm like, wow, you know, gee, why didn't I think of that? You know, so, I know there's like I mean, some of the most creative people that are yeah, crazy about it. It's amazing, and it's amazing. I know, it's awesome. I mean, it's just mind-boggling, and um, you know, so there's just so much out there. I mean, that anyone can really you know just jump right in there. Well, what's been your most memorable experience about this past year? Um, I think when we went to San Antonio um, was really nice, and and of course that's when you know we all found out we were branch winners. Um, you know before you Tanya went to was the announced. USA. 
Yeah, before Tanya was announced and we were all the branch winners. Um, and we went to the USAA Military Appreciation Night at the Spurs game. And um, we just had a ball. I mean, that's when we first all met out there. And it was it was just a neat, neat experience to, to actually go. I mean, I've, I've never been on a court before. Um, you know, we were all out there, let out there in the dark, and then, you know, they, when they announced us, they just shone the spotlights on us, and it was like, boom, you know, it was loud. And I remember, yes, and I remember standing there going, you know, oh, you know, feeling like I was swooning a little bit, um, going, I think I'm going to fall down here, you know, but I had to, I had to stand there and stare at all the spotlights in our faces, um, but it was, it was an amazing night, and and, of course, we all had the uh, Military of the Year luncheon um, in Washington, which was nice, too. So, um, you know, it was just it was a great time. It really was. And um, I just encourage anyone out there, like you said, who might be thinking about nominating um, either themselves or someone they know to go ahead and do it. You know, just do it. And, yes, they, can, they need to hop on and do it. We've got about 20 days or so left. To, mm-hmm. that they'll be t- accepting nominations. and um, Well, Christy, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure to meet you, and thank you for telling us a little bit more about about you and your background. And how can people find you? you um, I, let me give you my email. Okay. Um, it's c-k-u-r-i-a-t-n-y-k at gmail.com. Okay. And we will we'll post that again on the blog, um, and people can email you direct if they have questions or comments. And um, we hope that you'll come back on the show when we have a little more time to chat. Oh, I will. Um, I'd love to. Um, I've got all these programs out there that I just love to talk about. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Christy, and we'll say go Navy, hoorah! <laughs> yep. We will, Misty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have a great night. All right, you too. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, we've been talking with the branch finalists in the Military Spouse Magazine's 2009 Military Spouse of the Year. Um, So far we've had on um, uh, Air Force Wife, we've had the Army, we've had the Coast Guard, and that was the Navy. And we are just turning and burning, as they say. We're running through these ladies so fast. (laughs) I know. I wish we had more time. And, you know, tonight is our 100th episode, if you all haven't um, heard us say that enough times. And um, we have some cool audio files, but I was having technical difficulties. Literally, I found out about 2 o'clock today that we had a soccer game. And we weren't supposed to have a soccer game. And so um, when I thought I was going to be... Um, having a little more prep time for tonight, I, that was kind of just like that time went like a giant sucking sound, and, and there it went. So um, we decided, I told Marla, well, we're just going to drag out the celebration for a couple of weeks, and um, we're going to share some of those audio, audio files next week with you. And then the following week I'll be in Norfolk, and I hope if you're in Norfolk you'll come and see me. I'll put more information on that. And if you're in Annapolis, you can come and see Marla and I. We'll have coffee or something. Um, and um, so we have more details on that. Um, we, Marla, it looks like we're going to meet Mrs. McPond. Um, <laughs> I was cracking up when you sent me that text <laughs> message, Mrs. McPond. Sorry. Yeah, um, Bobby West's 
so that's the informal name, so I don't want to offend anybody. But So we have a lot going on here in the next couple of weeks, and we're excited about that, and um, we'll give you more details on that. But up next, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I know we're running about 10 minutes late, so we apologize for that. Um, but up next, we are going to have the 2009 Military Spouse Magazine Military Spouse of the Year, which was sponsored by USAA. Um, Marine Corps wife, Tanya Quiero, she's going to be on the show, and she's going to share um, a little bit about herself, what her passions are, how she's um, been spending the past year as the Mill Spouse of the Year, where she's going to next. She's got a conference that you can meet and greet her at and attend. And um, why it's important to nominate your um, the mill spouse that's in your life that's made a difference for you. Or maybe it's nominating yourself. So we're going to talk about all of those things with Tanya when we get back after the break. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio at Military Life Radio. We'll be right back. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment, or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Hello, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. This is Wendy, and I'm here with um, Marla tonight, and it's our 100th episode, and I'm so excited about um, tonight and and being able to talk with you all, and um, I know Block Talk Radio, the the switchboard just gave me a little bit of a hiccup, and so um, we are going to get Tanya back on the line. I've lost her, so hopefully she'll call back in, and while we're waiting for that to happen... um, I just want to give you all a heads up on next week's show. We're going to talk about a little bit about do's and don'ts of social media. The new DOD policy on social media should be coming out anytime now. So if you are on um, Facebook, Twitter, all of that, or if your command has a blog or you're thinking about getting a blog for your FRG, all that, the new um, DOD guidelines on social media should be coming out at any um, Now, at do any you moment. mean that this changes our OPSEC criteria? No, I think it's just um I think it's just, you know, Facebook but be safe about it, you know, gotcha. be aware of what you're doing and um and so it's it's been kind of in the news a lot about what we can um what we can blog about what we can't. I mean, we've all had military blogs it seems like uh for a while now. This isn't anything new, but the act of the actual Facebook social media is a little bit different and um you know, the Marine Corps doesn't allow um, Facebook on official DOD computers, and uh, however the Navy does. So they're going to put out some more guidance on that. You guys can look for it uh, soon. And I know that's a topic that you're going to want to talk about in your FRG meetings, you know, the rules of the road when it comes to social media. So we're going to give you some background on that, give you some ideas what we are um, what, what we're doing and um, share with you. So, okay, so I think we have 
Um, Tanya, back on the line. I apologize for the technical difficulty there. And um, we've already got calls for her lined up. People want to talk to her. So, um, Tanya, are you there? I am here. Oh, I'm so glad. Thanks for calling back in. I know I lost you there for a second. That's okay. I, I kind of panicked there for a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, now, let me make sure I have this right. Is it Tanya or Tanya? Tanya. Mm-hmm. Ta- Tanya. Okay. Tanya. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Tanya Bianc, who wrote Army Wives. And I, have you met her? No, your, I have not. You haven't met her? Okay. I, I thought maybe in your PR tours you might have met her. Um, I always ask her the same thing every time we talk to her. Um, I'm like, is it or is it or isn't it, you know, Tanya or Tanya? So anyway, sorry to, get, sorry to belabor that point. But it is such a pleasure to have you here with us tonight. Thank you for agreeing to come on the show and celebrate our 100th episode with us. Yes, I'm, I'm glad to be part of your history now. That's great having your 100th episode. And I, I also wanted to say hi to all the other um, Military Spouse of the Year winners, uh, Susan, Misty, Trish, and Christy. We're, we're our own little crew this year for 2009, so I just wanted to say hi to those ladies. They've been awesome and so gracious to come on the show. And it's so um, wonderful and unique to have you all here at the same time. And I wish it was in person, but it's certainly all in spirit together. Absolutely. I, I think um, our presence reflects our, our seriousness and our passion about helping improve our, our military communities. Well, um, for our listeners, if you could just give everybody a little more background on you and your family. Um, sure. Um, I was in the Marines for almost 13 years, and while I was um, serving on active duty, I met my husband, married him. Um, we've been married for almost 14, going on 14 years now, and we have three wonderful children, two boys and a girl. Um, I decided about two years ago to transition out of the military and uh, dedicate more time to raising my family, and um, so I did became a, uh, a full-time career lady, I guess, um, and currently I, I work as a recovery care coordinator with our wounded, ill, and injured Marines and their families, and um, I'm also going to school part-time, uh, working on my doctorate degree. Wow, you are busy, and you are you, um, can, can I ask, are you part of the um, the career advancement accounts? Are you using any of that scholarship money? Yes, actually, um, I just applied for it last week. <laughs> Yay! Okay, <laughs> so Marla and I are as well. So, and um, I I forgot to ask, um, um, Misty, Army wife Misty, if she was as well, because I think she's going back to school to get her graduate degree or, or mm-hmm. doctor. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so great. I, if you're a military spouse, this is just a kind of a side detour. If you're listening to us and you're thinking about going to school. Take advantage of the the my career advancement accounts through Military One Source. It's Absolutely. just an awesome thing. Awesome, awesome money. Um, any any uh, type of financial relief <laughs> for for college expenses is great. So I, I encourage all the the spouses out there. You know, if like you said, if you're even you know toying with the idea of going back to school. Go ahead and 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 jump in fee first and and take advantage of that that money that's out there because it will definitely help you out in the long run. <laughs> well, I think your background is very unique. You know, prior service, prior marine, right? Just, marine, um, yes. Yeah. 
rock um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think that's amazing. One of my uh, great girlfriends, um, she's in the Navy, but she's prior Marine, and I'm just like, she's amazing, I think. just uh, So I applaud you at that. I think women in uniform um, are uh, such an inspiration to us all, and I think that, um, you know, uh, whether it's a, a female or a male spouse, we are here to support them. And um, I'm hoping that there are some male, male spouses that are listening to us tonight, and we're very happy to have them listening in. Marla, you want to jump in? Sure. Um, I'm sorry. I lost my place in my notes. Oh, that's okay. I got distracted because <laughs> I had too many things open. <laughs> I know. We're, we're, um, where's Ryan Seacrest when you need him? I know, right? <laughs> Why didn't he come in today? <laughs> um, Tanya, uh, Tanya. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, what has been the most, um, uh, what has being the um, military spouse of the year really meant to you? I mean, because you represent such a large community as the. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. Um, none. <laughs> right into the, uh, there were a couple of easier ones. She just jumped right Sorry, I just one. like to dive in. <laughs> Well, that's okay, that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll jump right in. Um, for for me, it has been an opportunity um, to represent some of the voices that aren't always heard, um, and and to put a a face to an everyday spouse who goes to work just like um, a lot of folks do, and who has a family to deal with, and who also deals with the, the deployments and the the daily ins and outs um, of what spouses uh, encounter in, in the military lifestyle. And uh, for me, it's just been an opportunity as well to, to help pass on education and share resources because I think that's um, the most vital tool, if you will, tools, I should say, um, to, to help you know, get our get our spouses on on the go to uplift their spirits um, when when we're feeling down, and to to also make our community stronger as a whole. You know, I'm going to jump in here real quick, and mm-hmm. I just want to say our our switchboard is is filled with calls. We can take like five callers during the show. Okay. And if you're if you're calling in and you're just listening to the show, because you can do that, you can call the number and just listen in. Or if you're one of the branch finalists and that and you were on with us and you're just listening on the line, if you could disconnect and that will free our line in case a spouse wants to call in and talk to Tanya. Um, or if you but if you're on the line and you have a and you're going to stay there, then I'm going to think that you're going to ask her a question, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll take your question and then we'll hang up because I I don't want to hang up on you guys and then you guys just like end up calling back because then um, it just locks the phone line up. So I just want to invite our callers, our listeners, to call in and ask Tanya any kind of questions. She's here tonight to answer your questions about um, how to get involved. Um, uh, if you just want to say thank you to her for her service, any kind of comment at all. And our call-in number is 646-652-4629. That's 646-652-4629. So we have one line open. So if you're listening to us live and you do want to call in and talk to her, you can. I think our caller on line two 
might be a question. Yeah, that is um, that. I'm, I, she does have a question, and I I know who that is. Oh, okay. We're so we're Sorry. Still right here. No, that's okay. Um, and um, that's Julie, I think, and we'll take her call in just a little bit. And um, so if you're, other than that, if you're on the line, that means you had a question for Tanya, we'll take your call in just a little bit. So now that we've got that administrative part done, I just want to give people an open <laughs> mind to call in on. Uh, uh, we are, we, you know, um, you've been writing a column over at Military Spouse Magazine. And yes. what has that been like? Um, that's great. I, I love to write, but I um, just really never had the, the opportunity to, to have such a large audience before. And with the monthly column in Military Spouse Magazine, as well as my bi-monthly blog that I put out, um, it's really opened up the doors uh, so that I could hear some of the spouse, other spouses' input um, as far as my perspective and my opinion Vice is theirs, and it it it's really just um, made me grow. I, I I appreciate the opportunity that USAA and um, Military Spouse Magazine gave me with allowing me to pin a column and pin the blog because that has just allowed me to communicate more with spouses and exchange ideas and again share resources and and learn from each other. I, I just really do appreciate that opportunity. It's been uh, personally um, a, a tool of growth for me, and hopefully throughout my communications with other spouses, it, it's helped them out in the process as well. Well, I know I've, I've enjoyed your column, so thank you for writing, oh. and I hope that you'll continue to write in some form or fashion and let us know what you're up to. And um, We do have a call, and we'll go ahead and take it. And I want to say I, I do believe that it's, um, Julie with Moa, and she's going to talk a little bit about you know your upcoming event. Maybe you all can share with spouses where they can meet you this weekend, and um, and how they can get involved. And Julie, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing tonight? We're doing great. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, and congratulations on your 100th show. Oh, you're welcome. It's been crazy but fun. Crazy but fun. So um, <laughs> tell us about what you and um, tell us what's going on in San Diego. Well, hi, Tanya. Um, just wanted hi. to um, say hello and just to mention to the audience that Tanya is going to be serving on a panel at the Military Officers Association Military Spouse Symposium on October 24th, which is this Saturday, from 2 to 4 p.m. in uh, on, Cor- on Coronado um, in San Diego there. The panel is called Leading on the Home Front, The Evolving Role of Spouses in Today's Military. Um, she's going to be on the panel with um, five other dynamic spouses, as well as the moderator, who is Sue Hoppen, um, our direct, deputy director for spouse outreach at the Military Officers Association. The um, the the panel is is no charge uh, to to come to the symposium. Um, you can register for the event at the Military Officers Association website at moaa.org slash MOAA deploys. There'll be agenda uh, an agenda there for all the events. Uh, you can register there or you can call our member service center at 800-234-MOAA. Well, cool. So um, the event is open to what type of 
It's open it's like to active duty reserve. I mean, everybody, anybody who's interested, um, whether your officer are enlisted or if you don't necessarily have a connection with the military community but are interested in learning more uh, about the community. You know, I love the name of the panel. I saw that and I thought, isn't that unique and very true? Leading yeah, on the home front, the evolving role of spouses in today's military. I love that. I love that title. And and really that's what it is, leading on the home front. Um, oh, I, and today's today's off, off temp, ops tempo really um, has changed from when the all-volunteer force was conceived back in the 1970s. And uh, it really has gone through a complete evolution, and these six spouses will be able to give each of their perspectives and um, expertise on where they've come from and where they feel like everybody is now. So, Tanya, are you um, are you um, do you do these types of events a lot, Tanya, or is this um, kind of a unique thing? Well, this is actually my first um, conference that I'm attending, so I appreciate. Uh, uh, Moa invited me to go out and allow me to participate on the panel. Um, I do uh, a lot, I have done, I should say, a, a lot of interviews um, for radio talk shows such as yourself, and I've done um, uh, interviews with some of the, the national and local and state-level media, um, as well as newspaper articles. But this, again, I'm, I'm excited because this is my first conference that I get to go to and participate on a on a panel and get to interact with other spouses and and individuals who are interested in the military community uh, to see where we're at, where we've been, and where we're going in the future. Right. Okay. So, Julie, where is it again, and is it what's the cost, and, and what time is it at? It is um, the 24th of October at the Coronado Island Marriott Resort, and it's from 2 to 4 in the afternoon. Uh, there's no cost for the, um, for the panel, for the spouse symposium, and it's, it's open to the public, but the, you, you do kind of need to register. So you want to um, probably call the member service center, um, the 800-234-MOAA, to get registered for that event. Okay, or they can go to your website, right? That's correct. And okay. org. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you for calling in. Did you have any other questions for Tanya? No, I'm just uh, looking forward to seeing Tanya at the event on Saturday. Yes, I'll see you there. Very good. Thank you. All right, mm -hmm. thank you, Julie. Bye-bye. All right, so, yes, if you're in the San Diego area, you can meet Tanya at um, – the military spouse panel they're going to have there as part of um, that conference. And it's the panel is called Leading on the Home Front, the Evolving Role of Military Spouses in Today's Military. And I love that title. I, isn't it great? <laughs> it's great. I really like that. I um, Somebody asked me um, the other day about leadership courses for spouses, and there should be more of them. And I thought, you know, isn't that the truth? There should be more of them. Um, and this sounds like right up that alley of, of learning how spouses can um, learn more about what other spouses are doing as far as leading on the home front. That's great. I like that. Whoever came up with that title, that's a good one. Um, okay, so, Tanya, what um, – recently I had this question posed to me, and it kind of – I thought, hmm, I'm going to ask the North Spouse of the Year what she thinks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so 
question. Um, trick question. <laughs> no, it's not a good trick question. Okay, so um, as military spouses, you know, sometimes um, our FRG groups or our spouse groups can get a bad rap, right? So, um, and it, but it always seems as soon as the spouses deploy, um, whether that's Marine Corps or Army or any kind of branch, the spouses tend to, to band together a little bit more. It's sort of like, you know, you might not like certain members of your family, but when there's a crisis, we all band together. And um, I think that's what happens when mm-hmm. our guys deploy and gals deploy. Um, but for what do, you, what do you say to the spouses who think, because um, I had a spouse say to me recently, well, I, I think in general that spouses depend too much on the Navy. This is what we're talking about Navy. Mm-hmm. Um, they depend too much on the Navy, and they were, they um, should be more independent and not be so reliant on on the Navy in general. And you could change that to any military service. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, um, and I sort of think that's this, this superwoman mentality, if I can do it all myself, I don't need help. Mm-hmm. And, and what would you say to a spouse that has heard that comment or has given that comment? I would first have to respectfully disagree. Um, I'm pretty much on the other end of the spectrum. I, I think that you should rely heavily on your whatever your respective branch is, whether it be the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, uh, whatever um, service that you are affiliated with, I think you should rely heavily on them. That doesn't necessarily mean that you are giving up any powers or <laughs> you're just taking advantage of resources and educating yourself because the military lifestyle is definitely a unique culture outside of any other civilian um, entity. Um, and it, it does take a time to get assimilated to, again, to the to the culture, to the environment, um, especially if you have never been affiliated with a military organization before. It, it can be everything seems to be foreign <laughs> right. when you first encounter it. So I, I would have to disagree and say that you should rely heavily, um, even the most seasoned spouses uh, rely heavily on their organization because this is the organization that is offering um, resources um, not only for you, for your family members, um, for your spouse. Uh, They are taking care of an entire community, and you belong in that community. And I've I've always just – I've been brought up uh, with a sense of responsibility to giving back to your community. Um, so in order for, for anyone to navigate through um, through the deployments, through um, the crisis that, and different challenges that, that you will encounter, uh, most definitely uh, as a military spouse, I, I think you need to rely heavily on, on your um, military service branch that you are affiliated with. Um, because no one can do it alone, and no one knows everything. Um, even the best leadership in the world will tell you that there is always a support staff, um, and your whether it be again for me, it's the Marines. We we rely heavily on all of our Marine resources because there will come a time when you do need something, as you mentioned, when there is a crisis, when you will need that assistance, um, and. Your agency, the military, will be there 
um, to support you. Um, so I, I would just have to disagree with that. Um, I, I I hear where those those spouses may be coming from, though, because I, I think that some folks come into the military lifestyle thinking that they are giving up their identity um, to some respect. Um, and I, I would just say, as in any um, period of your life, you're always changing and your personality, your lifestyle is always changing no matter where you go. So it's just a matter of growth and maturity. Um, but I, I, I hear where those spouses are coming from. But, I, again, I would have to disagree. <laughs> okay. Well, I just, I've just i had that happen to me a few times now, that question, and I thought, you know, I'm wondering what the most of the year thinks. And I do think that, you know, um, there, are all, there are times when we can give back and there's times when um, we need help. And to be able to know the difference and to do your part, I think, is, um, yes. is key. And, um, I, you know, Army Wife Misty, she had said that, and I, I really like that, so... Um, thank you for sharing your opinion. I know sometimes sure. we 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 um, we like to stay politically correct around here. I mean, we don't talk about <laughs> you know too many controversial things. But every once in a while, we have a little bit of a hot topic, and we want to chime in on what we think, what we really think. And that's yes. Um, I think uh, one thing about being a military spouse is important to, to step up and share your opinion and. And something yes. doesn't seem quite right to say something, and um, so thank you for that. So, uh, Marla, are you there? I want you to I'm jump here. in. I'm here. Okay, mm-hmm. great. I'm here. Um, Tanya, we've heard a few times that uh, spouses can be nominated um, for the next 20 days. Can you give us any advice, best way to mo- nominate for our 2010 Military Spouses Year? Um, much as the the previous. Um, M stories have said, um, I, I would just say I would encourage anyone to, to nominate some any of the military spouses that they believe. I personally I think all I'll interrupt myself, personally I think all military spouses deserve some type of award. Um, but I know realistically we can't hand out awards to, to all military spouses, but I would say take the, you know, five or ten uh, 15 minutes it takes to fill out the, the paperwork, nominate that person, um, because we all do need a pat on the back sometimes just to remind us, hey, you know, people do care, people do appreciate what you do, um, and that their efforts do matter. Because um, collectively, the spouses on tonight's program, they have each initiated a number of programs and volunteered numerous hours um, and that is what has built our communities. And it, it's in that spirit that I would encourage others to go out to say, yes, I know someone who is deserving of this award. And, you know, just take that. It's very short form. It's easy to fill out. Um, and just go ahead and, and nominate and submit anyone that you think um, is deserving. Yes, we definitely want spouses to get engaged and um, mm-hmm. and fill out that form. It is it is really easy to do. And um, okay, so I have one more question for you. I know we're running out of time. If um um if you, I wanted to know if you had you know um, a a tip 
or a piece of advice that you wish someone would have told you during your first deployment that would have <laughs> gotten you? Wow. Um, I know the first ones are always, we have a lot of questions about that, that that are um, spouses on their very first deployment. My, I'll be honest, um, our first deployment was somewhat unique. Um, he was deployed, and when he came back, I was out on a very short exercise when he got back. <laughs> um, I was, so I was out, he was home for two weeks uh, while I was out in, actually in Brazil on a, another exercise. So wow. it, it was somewhat unique, uh, but something... I think um, for me, I wish that someone would have told me to really factor in Murphy's Law. Um, (laughs) Sorry, that is my big one, too. (laughs) Oh, good gracious. Um, I had, I think the first deployment, no kidding, I had five flat tires on the same vehicle, within a period of three weeks and it was I mean just running over like nails and things like I mean you know and I was just like oh my goodness what the heck is going on and then you know after I went through that phase then our freezer went out and then you know it was just like seemed like everything was kind of just like going all at one time and we had a um our son our oldest son was uh one year old at the time so dealing with you know, a, a you know, a baby basically and trying to factor all that in. Um I would just say remain flexible and be patient because everything um is not gonna work out. <laughs> um the way you would ideally like it to work out where everything is nice and calm and you know, you can plan for everything. Um plan for the unexpected, anticipate that and uh just remain flexible and and learn to laugh at yourself because after the second flat tire, I was just laughing. I was just like, hey, I've become a pro now at changing tires. <laughs> That's great advice. Well, Tanya, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, it's been a pleasure to meet you, and I hope that you'll come back and share even more about what you're doing for military oh, families. It's a pleasure. Um, I'm so happy. I just wanted to, again, say thank you for allowing me to, to be part of your 100th episode um, and uh, allowing me to speak with the other ladies tonight. So thank you again. And if anyone wishes to contact me, they can go on um, Military Spouse Magazine's website and they can read my columns or blogs there and comment, or they can email me at tanya at millspouse.com. Excellent, excellent, yes. Well, um, thank you again for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure to have you, and um, thank you for everything that you do for military families. And thank you for having me. Y'all have a good night. All right, you You too. too. Have a great night. All right, we've been talking to the 2009 Military Spouse Magazine's Military Spouse of the Year, Tanya Kiero, and she was joined tonight by all of the branch finalists from Army, Air Force, Coast Guard, and... I did see I'm for Navy. Navy. <laughs> How can I forget my own? We can't get my favorites. Um, tonight was so much fun. Thank you to all of the great spouses that were with us tonight. Um, they were very generous and open in their remarks. And that's Susan Webb, Misty Stevens, Trish Pruitt, um, 
Christy Kurlikotnik. I, I know I watched that. I'm sorry, Christy and Tanya Kiero. And we want to thank USAA, too, because they brought us, um, they sponsored the 2009 uh, Mill Spouse of the Year um, uh, program. And nominations are currently open. You can go to millspouse.com. They're open for about the next 21 days. You don't want to let that time pass you by without nominating a military spouse. That's made a difference in your life. Or um, nominate yourself or tell your husband and get involved and, and get your input into um, com. And, okay, Marlette, we're at the end of our show. Uh, it flew by. I know, flew by, like blink of an eye. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. It's been 100 episodes. I hope there's at least 100 more. Yes, absolutely. That's that's what we need, 100 more. Yeah. 100 more. and. Um, we'll be back next week, and then um, we'll, I'll be in Norfolk in two weeks and, and meeting Marla in Annapolis um, um, during that time as well. And um, we'll tell you a little bit more about that next week. So if you want to meet us while I'm there, if you're in Norfolk or Annapolis, love to meet you. More details next week. So uh, connect with us online at MyMilitaryLife.com. We're on Twitter at MyMilitaryLife and, or Marla's at Trev's Navy Wife. And... Um, uh, we want to make sure that you guys know how to find us, so log on to iTunes, subscribe to the show, search for Navy Wife Radio. Do you and want you can to also our... find us on Facebook. Yes. Search for My Military Life. Yes. Do you want to do our disclaimer? Sure thing. We are not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or the Department of, the Def- of Defense. I always want to put a the. <laughs> Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are that of our own and do not reflect any official Navy or DOD policy. Any advice we give is strictly that of the authors, and should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. Yes, and thanks, everybody, for listening. You've been um, listening to Navy Wife Radio. Please visit us online at NavyWifeRadio.com for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. And be sure to log on to millspouse.com to nominate your favorite military spouse. Um, you've got about 20 days left, so get on and nominate. And thank you to USAA uh, for sponsoring that for 2009. And um, we will see you all next week. Thank you so much. Thanks, Marla. Thanks, Wendy. I'm mm-hmm.